You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. All right, and welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and my guest host today is Sarah Wilburn. And this episode of WAG is being broadcast from downtown Chicago in Streeterville. I did, before we start, just wanted to make a few corrections from episode uh, five. The restaurant B was talking about in Lincoln Park was Kamea, which is on Webster and Halstead, or at the, at the corner of Webster and Halstead. B said it was at Webster and Armitage, and those streets don't intersect, uh, actually. And we also mentioned long-term relationships multiple times. What we meant was long-distance relationships, not long-term. We were talking about I think relationships in Indy and uh, Africa. So some corrections there that might have confused a few people. I did have somebody DM me. So thank you. Uh, Keep doing that if we mess up. But otherwise, uh, Sarah Wilburn is our guest host today. She's a local real estate agent here in Chicago and a good friend. She does some work as of, I think, a few months ago, even for our family. She's got that Thomas family seal of approval, which is not always an easy get. And you and I originally met through uh, my girlfriend, Casey, because you are also a board member of uh, Young Professionals Treaterville, the group Casey co-founded and is she's currently VP of with you, though. Yep. Right. And you've been on that since inception. Yes. I wasn't always on the board, but I've been there since day one. Okay. And you guys, is that how you you and Casey met or did you know her before? Yep. No, through YPS Uh and Mario. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mario's the president of YPS. Yes. Yeah. And he's not uh, he's not far from us <laughs> currently. Um, and you're uh, you're also a fan of Jeff Lewis like me. We have that in common. A fellow uh, yes. JLL fan. How how committed a fan are you? Do you listen pretty religiously that you have a show every day or I listen to all the episodes, obviously, like not on time all the time. But, yeah. you know, I listen on demand. Did you watch Hollywood House Lift? Yes, I loved it. You did. I could not get through. I didn't finish it. I was. I didn't have the same. Well, I love like interior design and yeah, all that. I loved the old, the flipping out though. I watched all of the. I think from season five on. Yes, that show was great. Yeah. What is your specialty in real estate, Sarah? What do you specialize in? I would say um, I'm residential. I'm not commercial, and I work with buyers, sellers, and investors. You know, investors up to like maybe a five unit building. Not not a big apartment complex. And I work primarily in the city. And then for suburbs, I go out to the Western suburbs, but I have a far reach of contacts with agents around the country. So I do a lot of like referral business as well. And I do estate sales. Okay. So you would even say if I was going to, if I wanted a condo in Florida, you could potentially refer me to somebody depending on where it was. Yes. And get exactly. just with the net with the company you're with, mm-hmm. okay. At Properties uh, Christie's International. Got it. Okay. Is our company. What neighborhoods in the city are you often working in? Primarily, Lincoln Park, Lakeview, West Town, West Loop, South Loop. A lot. I have a lot of physician clients. I mean, just all over where people want to live. Honestly, is where I go. Because I work by referral and repeat clients, and my clients tend to move to different neighborhoods. I don't know if you guys have moved around much, but I feel like a lot of people, if you're living in the city for 10 to 15 years, chances are you're going to experience a few different neighborhoods. Right. Yeah, I've been in Bucktown, Old Town, probably Lincoln Park, and then now 
here in Streeterville. I think that's that's all. But kind of you well, move Gold around. Well, Gold Coast, Streeterville, River North, and Old Town also are like probably my biggest neighborhoods because I used to own a condo in Streeterville. This has been my okay primary residence. I just moved to the West Loop in November. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. How how do you like the change? I love the West Loop. Even though I'd been familiar with it before, I'm just surprised by how often I'm running into people I know, friends, and just like going to the nail salon, you see a friend, going to dinner, I'm running into people every weekend. And so that's like really fun. I can't name one weekend since I've been there. I haven't run into people out on Madison Street or Randolph, which is just a good That's time. great. That's yeah. good. And um, there's still obviously a ton of what I, I go over there for dinner and, and whatnot, it seems like there was still a ton of construction over there by that developer, Sterling Bay. Is, I don't know how long they've been doing They've been It's been hot in terms of new development, but it feels like it's been years. Yeah, West Loop's interesting because compared to areas like Streeterville and River North, there's less hotels. There are a few good hotels there now, but it's more new construction residential and it's all high end. So if you're looking at a new construction condo building, it's probably... You're talking 600 to 650 a square foot. That's expensive for the Chicago, um, maybe even more in some cases. And there's so much of it. Like it used to be only you would find places two, three, even over five million for condos in Gold Coast, Streeterville, River North. But now I feel like that's West Loop. There's so many sales that have been over three. So, you, so it matches the price points of, of Streeterville of here? Yeah, or, within or, the last five years. I mean, that's been and actually maybe just even three, the last three years. That's wow. been a new and it's, all, it's mostly new developments. Yeah. Is it mostly condos or mostly rentals? Well, the condos for those sales, there are new rental buildings too, but new rental buildings have popped up in every neighborhood of the city. You know, they're usually really amenity heavy. You've got the pool, the cabanas, the golf simulator, whatever it may be. And those are just, I feel like they're all keeping up with the Joneses. Like whenever one introduces a new amenity, the other one, (laughs) another one will adopt it. And those are in every neighborhood at this point. Yeah, everything becomes... I don't know what very painted over with the same brush and it's all right. All the same places. And a funny thing I've noticed about the rental buildings is like, even if you have one that's five years old, you might be living there. And then five years into this new building, they're doing a huge lobby renovation. But it's like, why? Yeah, it's a five year old lobby. It's just like they're constantly. Well, they're trying to keep keep the building in certain yeah, like, status. They're trying or... to keep the rents as high as possible. Yeah. I personally think it's kind of rip off. But... Yeah. What do you think the state of the market is today, here at least, going into the spring of 2023? Where's the real estate at in Chicago? So is it really Chicago, strong or is it a little weaker? No, it's still strong. You have to look at Chicago, though, as it's many markets within one. It's, you know, honestly, one condo building with 300 units could be its own market within a market because the building next door might have completely different prices based on when it was built, how it's managed, and so many factors. So broadly speaking, though, I would say downtown high rises, the Loop, River North, Streeterville even, Gold Coast even, you do have tend to have more older buildings, um, smaller units too. So convertible studios, one beds, those are still... I wouldn't say struggling, but they take longer to sell. And I think a huge part of that's just 
the pandemic. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want a one bed, but it has bounced back a lot since COVID, but it never like took off. So we're not seeing, I don't know, a huge slowdown there. That's kind of just remained the same. And then the neighborhoods that really took off during COVID, like more the outskirts, you've got West Town, Wicker. West Town is taken off. Yeah, I would say so for yeah. sure. I mean, River West to Fulton, areas where you can get more square footage and even up north like Andersonville and Edgewater, those definitely experienced a boom. And I would say if you're a seller going on the market in a couple of weeks, you're probably pricing your place based on like what the sales have been in the last year or so. And the difference might just be the market time. Whereas like a year ago, you could have sold it the first weekend, had 50 people through your open house and gotten multiple offers. And this time of year, you can still price it according to those comps that were created in the last 12 months, but it might take a little longer to sell. And the question remains, will you sell it for like what your neighbor sold for mm -hmm. a year ago? Because it's leveling off just a little bit. We have higher interest rates we're dealing with. Yeah. And I think... That's been a big discouragement. Well, they've they've come down a lot since they went up a lot. Uh -huh. um, but it's also just so many people moved in the last two years. Yeah. So a lot of people, but then there's a lot of buyers out there that missed out and kind of found the market intimidating. They didn't want to be in all these multiple bids and right. they waited. I'm one so, of those people I missed out. I should have been... Uh... I don't know. I should have been buying something already because now, of course, they went up. But all—you just said they went down again, though. So maybe, yeah, it could, they're, yeah, they're back down. Which they were too low to begin they're with. They're not for at 3%, so long, right? Yeah. And it, and everyone's situation is different. You're going to get a rate based on your own like credit score and yeah. debt to income ratio. Mm -hmm. We might need to talk to you because we're our lease is coming up soon, and we uh, we've been in the building a long this building a long time, so we might be looking at. I don't know, Gold Coast or West Loop or um, or this neighborhood somewhere. I so, mean, if you're not paying your own mortgage, you're paying someone else's. Right. So, like, that's a good question, though. Like, like for me, I just feel like I've wasted, I don't know, since I was 28 or 29, I should have already been in real estate and should have should have owned something. Or is your is that your always your what you would recommend someone if they can do it? Like, why wouldn't you own versus rent? I do because, yeah. so, yeah. and I own That's my what, condo and our, our in rent's incredibly high too. I might yeah. add, I own my condo in Streeterville. I own, only owned it for a couple of years, but my alternative was renting in Streeterville, like a one bedroom. Yeah, and at the time, I was with parking, probably looking at like twenty five hundred a month. Mm -hmm. I mean, I own my place for less than that, all in. Why not keep it and rent it? Oh, like other you, other things. Yeah, it was during life. COVID. I just I I knew yeah. I was moving in with my boyfriend at the time, and yeah. Like, yeah, but you're saying reasons. if it's your primary residence and you you've got you know a good situation, and you're already going to pay a fortune because you do pay a lot. Like for we, us to live this high up and this view, you know, you pay a lot of money to yeah. live here, and wh why not put that money into something with equity? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I'm slow, man. Way too slow. It's one of my regrets. <laughs> um, plus, my parents are both really big in real estate, but. I've got time, I guess. We can talk I'm only more 32. About it. Yeah, we'll talk more about it. But there's never a bad time and it's never too late. Yeah. And it's just, I have, it's hard to time the market. People right. Think you and I'm can. not trying to do yeah. that. Yeah. I just. Especially if it's your primary residence, like you got to pay to live somewhere. Right. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Plus, I get really, I get caught up in 
Cook County and the taxes here versus the rest of the country and all this other stuff. And it's like you can get caught up, caught up in that, but if that's where you live and everyone sure. else has bought something, so what's wrong with me? Like, why why haven't I done that? Move somewhere with $300 taxes, but you might not have police or fire. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's benefits. And I think Chicago on a whole is actually pretty you think it's reasonable compared, compared to, to other big cities in the U.S. because you yeah. get hit on other taxes and other things in those cities, maybe even real estate prices. And right. maybe our taxes here are, have kept our prices more mm-hmm. palatable. Do you think that's true? I do. In Chicago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, if you want to learn anything more about real estate or you're looking for something in Chicago, you can find Sarah on Instagram, uh, just DM her at Sarah Wilburn Real Estate. And that's Sarah with no H. Wilburn is W-I-L-B-U-R-N. And she'd be happy to talk to you. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's all Instagram. I do the same. That's my promo too. So <laughs> there's no websites anymore. Okay. So let's get into some of my travels here. Uh, I want to recap the fact that I was in Aruba. I was also in Miami Beach, uh, Miami for fun and Aruba for work. Um, and you might be wondering why I'm in Aruba for work, but good job like me. And that's where you can go. I first flew to Miami because it was the natural leg to get to Aruba. I was there for two nights, met up with some friends. I could not fly direct. I never saw a flight that was direct from here to Aruba. So I felt like that made sense. I stayed at the Confidant, which is a Hyatt branded property. I, uh, upon check-in, I promptly upgraded my room because I just wanted something more up to date. And so I had, I ended up having a little mini suite and it was cleaner. Uh, so I, I didn't have a great first impression. And then the front desk person appeared to be sick uh, and they kept sneezing <laughs> and I'm a germaphobe. So I kept washing my credit card and, uh, yeah, didn't have a, a great initial reaction to it, but it ended up being good. Uh, I didn't spend much time with the pool. I, I was only there really for one full day, mostly just bopped around Miami beach. And I went back to Bell Harbor, which if you listen to the show, I was there for Thanksgiving, that's uh, where I like to go. And my friends have never been there, so they, they got to s- check that out. Um, there's a really fancy shopping mall there, uh, Bell Harbor Shops. How know. far is that from downtown Miami? Well, I was, in, I, I was always in Miami Beach during the trip, but it's probably oh. uh, bike in traffic f- half an hour, 30, 40 oh, okay. minutes. Yeah, it's pretty far north. Miami, so. It's just south of Bell Harbor, south of Sunny Isles. Okay. So really nice. It reminds me of a little bit of Naples, Florida, which is a little I love more. Naples. So it's kind of like that. Yeah. And there's a it blows the Naples Mall out of the water. Completely. Oh really? If you like designer, which I don't, okay. I don't really like designer, but I like nice shopping malls. So nice. Yeah. So we had uh, had a nice lunch there that I'll talk about when we go over uh, what we're eating this week. And then later we stopped at the uh, which is up in Surfside. The Four Seasons, and we got some drinks there. It's a newer Four Seasons. I've still never never stayed there because it's so outrageous, uh, but it's worth checking out for a drink. At it's, least the bar. The bar, yeah. <laughs> I I looked at it even for that trip, but it'd be less fun because my friends are all at the Confidant, and it's just I what was would not spend what they were. It was like I've it's seen like three thousand or more a cool, night. But, yeah, so yeah. it's um, I don't know. They're really outrageous but it also it's also a newer property so that's what happens uh with those in aruba let's see my initial reaction never been there it's been taken over by americans i noticed 80 percent of the people there were american tourists and same with all the hotel brands and the countless u.s-based uh restaurant chains including hooters and ruth's chris 
uh, one of the one of my favorites to see. Uh, the airport also had a sign that said U.S. departures and then all other departures. So it, it was just such a a U.S. You know, you just felt right at home with the embassy suites and the McDonald's next to you. Uh, and it's a Dutch territory, uh, but they don't take euros; they only take U.S. money. So oh. that was um, that. That tells you right there who's going. Um, the island I thought had great infrastructure. The Dutch must have visited Indiana recently because it was uh, just all roundabouts. There were no stoplights, so I liked that. Um, and was apparently they had some, like for years, I guess, really bad vehicle deaths because of car accidents. So they removed the, de- oh, the wow. Netherlands removed all the stoplights to make them all roundabouts, and, the, and that works better Good for them. That's like. Yeah, taking help, initiative. Doing a good, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and doing uh, doing good for the people uh, that live in Aruba. I did karaoke with my boss, and I sang the hardest song possible, which was I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> so difficult. Oh, my gosh. I have so much respect for anyone who can sing. We could not. That, that was a huge mistake. Um, I think later we did a song that uh, was a, a little bit easier, but uh, there was nobody it there. It was just the two of you? Uh, in the, on the trip? No, in karaoke. Just the two of us. And then there was maybe six other people at the bar. It was very slow. Wow. So that's why probably I did it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just kumbaya times. So we were staying at the Ritz uh, in Aruba, which had no mini bar, which I always think is really lame. I guess that's a result of COVID. Uh, but come on, COVID's over. Bring back mini bars was what I say. I always want to. Well, snack. it's not going to jump out from from the mini bar. You no. have to take an action. Right, if you're to that scared, open it and open the treats. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're that concerned, so, just leave it shut. Yeah. Um, but I always crack open the mini bar. One of the best food items at the hotel was a quesadilla. Uh, but all the work event food I had that was all done by the hotel was also very good, I will say. Uh, but do not, if you stay there, Sarah, do not order the chicken fingers from room service because they're not good. And they have a congealed <laughs> layer of like, I don't know, f- fluid oh frozen God. chicken uh, that was almost inedible. And I uh, I had a few Jesus. drinks, so I just wanted chicken finger snack, but it didn't work out. Should have got the quesadilla. And then it was funny, my... Uh, my co they probably won't want to hear this, but maybe hopefully they don't they don't listen. My coworkers <laughs> went to Texas Day Brazil. I think that they thought it was a local spot to Aruba, not knowing of course it is not. It is is just, that place still open in Chicago? No, there was one right over here on the corner. Uh, and they're gone. Okay. Yeah, they're they're the equivalent of Foga de Chao, but Foga de Chao okay. is actually successful, I guess. Right. They just give put you if you have a little thing on your table. That says you're open to it. They'll just put new meat on your table all night. They also, mm. you know, so that was, that was funny that they, uh, which I'm not, I don't blame them. You do travel on the U.S. There's not that many Texas Day Brazils and Indiana may not have any. So I, yeah. I don't know, which is where these companies are based. Uh, let's see. We also went on a group catamaran, catamaran ride. It was uh, well done. I half snorkeled near a sunken German ship called the SS Antilla. Uh, that was scuttled in 1939, but and this, that was cool. But you're not that deep, and I'm not good at snorkeling, uh, so I p- basically just bob up and down. And I eventually, because I can't take things in my mouth and my nose, I just take it off and I hold my breath and I look down and I look up and look down. So you're bad at snorkeling because you don't like use the mechanism. I don't like that thing in my mouth for very long, and then okay. if I'm congested, which I'm often congested. It's like, I don't know. I can't do it. It's, okay. it's too, which sounds weird. Same with the dentist, though. If they put anything in my mouth for a long period of time, I start to gag. So it's been I have a, while a really for me bad since, gag reflux. 
I snorkeled. I did go to sea camp in seventh grade, though. Where's that? Is that a training? The Florida Keys. It's okay. like a three-week camp, and it was super fun. Did a lot of snorkeling. But honestly, we were talking about Jeff Lewis Live. That show has made me scared of shark attacks, and now yeah. I'm afraid of the ocean. <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny. They talk about them all the time. Like, there's a yeah. new one every week. There was one either today or yesterday in some river, a, a fresh, it was a bull shark, killed a little girl that got off her jet ski. She she thought they were dolphins. Oh, my God. And um, that's terrifying. Yeah. But I, I go to the ocean a lot. I don't seem to have that fear. I think other people in my family do. Like, if they get out in open water. My idea is like Because really, a shark could be anywhere in the ocean. Field. Yeah. So you wouldn't get in the ocean? I would, but I just, I don't want to, like, spend a lot of time there. Like, yeah. maybe if the boat's right there from very close to shore, but... Like I hop in, hop out. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Well, and even in, um, that's good to know about you in case we're ever <laughs> in the ocean together. But even in uh, Hawaii, I snorkeled and uh, it was pretty cloudy and we were out by the rocks, like a good, you know, in deeper water off the hotel. I didn't even think about it. But, and it was cloudy, so I couldn't, I wouldn't have seen a shark. And there had been a shark attack two weeks before we went, before I was in Hawaii, there was someone that was killed by a shark. So I what was I thinking? I touch the ocean where there was like recently a shark yeah. sighting. I know. And I, they I don't tend know. to come back. Like they circle certain areas. Yeah. And I typically sharp. would have a lot of anxiety and I worry on things, but I guess I don't have that fear. <laughs> um, luckily, I'm I'm so, although, yeah, I don't know. That, that was crazy. Uh, it was cloudy both times. I, I didn't have a clear, a clear shot. It's worth doing though. If you go to Aruba and you hear about the shipwreck um, and you're into that kind of thing, it'd probably be even better if you could... If you if you were certified and you scuba dive down there and looked at the ship, because being at the surface, I mean, what are you really looking at? And a little some fish. And yeah. Not much. Valentine's Day is in just a few days. I wanted to ask Sarah what your plans are because, and I'll let you tell the audience, regardless of if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, a majority of people do celebrate Valentine's Day. Doesn't matter what your status is. Yes. So what are you up to? I'm actually going to dinner with a few friends. Oh. I forgot the name of the place. Somewhere up in Logan Square. I've never been, but it's it'll be fun, I know, just because of the company. But in Logan in the Square? Past, yeah, it's like so a nice far. restaurant. You know, there's some nice foodie places up yeah, there. Yeah, my I friends always been... try to... They yes. don't try. They, I go there with them because uh, they won't cross into downtown, which is uh, kind of annoying. I make my way to every neighborhood. You do? With my job, You're so much I'm, better all, than I am. I'm all over the place. So That's I, right. I feel like I, I'll get like a taste of a neighborhood with showings, and then I'm like, I need to come back here and have fun and not work. So yeah, um, I enjoy like seeing a different neighborhood once in a while. I mean, primarily on the weekends, you can find me in either... Gold Coast River North or West Loop, but yeah, I pretty much stick to that same thing. What yeah. I Gold, I guess Gold Coast River North, River North not that much, but because I we pass through it because we're in Streeterville or West Loop, or I go to the suburbs. I go yeah. to like Hinsdale or Oak Brook because I like the burbs. I feel relaxed out there. I love the western suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Do you like where, those suburbs? Mm-hmm, that's where I grew up. Oh yeah, it is. Where? Yeah, so that's usually where I spend time. Uh, what suburbs? Yeah. Grange Park, right by Nazareth. Uh-huh. So I love it out there. Right down the road from um, Western Springs and Hinsdale. And my mom's office was in Oak Brook when I was growing up. So oh, cool. Super close. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I love that mall. 
Yeah, the Oak Brook Mall. Yes. My only problem with that mall is that it's it should be inside. Why no, can't... I hate indoor malls. What? It's freezing here. No, they smell and weird. T- they they end up smelling like an Auntie Anne's or something. Well, but to go, wouldn't you rather have a climate control and Auntie Anne's than it's, no I climate it's control colder, and be freezing? Plus to walk from the parking lot to the classier. mall is not. It's just classier. All right. Well, we disagree and on that. I, I, most people I know agree with me on that. I, I have the same thoughts when it comes to stadiums they should all be domed i don't get I would it. agree with that okay even these stupid like buffalo bills who have the worst weather at the end of what is that lake superior what the hell and they're going to build a new one it's not going to be a dome where are the buffalo stupid bills? yeah buffalo new york okay. <laughs> i don't follow football but i everything should be domed and we should be moving i wish we controlled the weather i hate, hate bad weather okay <laughs> uh maybe another time another lifetime so you were having dinner with your buddies yes normally i just got out of a very long-term relationship Uh and i feel like we we wouldn't go out to restaurants on valentine's day just because it seemed like they were annoying i don't know yeah i'm not going something i didn't love about it but we would always do something nice like open expensive wine cook at home or something like that but that relationship is over yeah Good. Well, uh, new beginnings. I never liked Valentine's Day. I always thought it was kind of a crock and the whole rush of dinner re- reservation. I don't know. And I, just because of the way I grew up and, and my adult life, I go out to dinner so much and I get to go to so many nice dinners. Mm-hmm. And even for the for the person I'm with now, you know, dinner is just and I, you know, I, I'm lucky because I get to do this stuff through my work or with my parents or whatever. But having a nice dinner just isn't that exciting. And unless it's something really new, uh, we'd, I'd be happy. I think both of me and Case would be happy just getting pizza and hanging in and watching, you know, Thousand Pound Sisters or something. I don't know. It, it just, <laughs> it's just it's a, it's a big watching. It's very go commercialized. Out, it's that's like everything else in this in America. So, yeah, I would prefer to stay in. I mean, I do think, though, this dinner we're going to will be good people watching. I want to see, like, I love seeing couples on a night you like do? this. Yeah, and I want to see, like, is it, That's like, not the, triggering? the first date? No. Okay, good. <laughs> good. All right, some facts about Valentine's Day coming up. 50% of people in the U.S. are single at any given time. And uh, cut that down a little bit because single means unmarried. An actual 30% of those are not in committed relationships, uh, with half of that 30% looking and half of them not looking. So only about 15% of truly single people want to be in a relationship, according to these, these That's stats. That's interesting. Where are those stats yeah. from? All over? Well, I think I got them from Pew Research oh, okay. and Forbes. Um, nice. I pulled some, you know, some articles. This is a big newsy show. Um, Do you know a lot of people like that? Uh no, who or what? Who are single but don't want to be date with? No, everyone acts like they want to be in a relationship that I know. Maybe minus a couple guys. Yeah. But pretty much. But all my friends are, are at this point married. Oh, okay. So I'm very much a uh, in the minority there. I feel like a lot of my friends from high school have not gotten married yet. They have not. No. And I'm yeah. 35. So. Yeah. What's going on with that? It's them? interesting. I don't know. There's a couple holdouts. Um <laughs> There's, you know, but people don't, things have changed. The world's changed. You, you know, you don't have to, there's no rules. You don't have to get married younger. People live a lot longer these days. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more independence for, I think, women. And so it, it doesn't, for sure. It's not as, as what it was. And like for me, 
you know, growing up in small town Indiana, it's probably the culture is a lot different than yeah. than living in Chicago or living in New York or being from L.A. or, you know, yeah, I agree. So uh, and people shouldn't I don't think people should um, put a lot of pressure on it because it's not not worth worrying about a lot of fish in the sea. Um, yeah, cause we keep, that's good. We, we have a lot of conversation I keep, there's a fact here I wanted to go over too. People spent 23.9 billion on gifts in 2022 and many, unfortunately will go into debt giving their partners gifts. The average spend last Valentine's day was 175, 41, 175 bucks. I mean, that's just dumb. Don't yeah. go, in go in debt. debt. Credit card debt. Gift. Like, yeah. come on. Cause, and I think cause so many that's people just live financially irresponsible mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, that's why I'm buying Casey a sports car. Um, no. Uh, okay, let's see. I do want to reveal what we're doing, but I wanted to wait because someone is in the room, but we'll move on. I'll just re- revisit it. Okay, the confidant. Re- oh, she's gone. Okay, I can go over it now. We're going to, uh, or I, I put a reservation in to go to Air Ancient Baths. Oh, nice. Never been there. There's like a Valentine's Day thing. Although I booked it for 8 p.m. Or like, I shouldn't say the exact time, but for Sunday night. And that's Sunday Super Bowl on that day. So I have to move it now. Oh. So I, I fucked up. Damn. Well, that'll be a nice we're I'm traveling. Like I'm leaving this weekend a little bit. I'm out of town. And then we have stuff next week. You have to move it because you got to watch the Super Bowl? Well, we were invited by her, like her friends, to go to the Super Bowl party. Okay. And uh, I don't know. She didn't. I don't think she cares. So I'm just gonna move it to the Saturday after, and it's not gonna be like Valentine's Day themed, like with the product. But who cares? Yeah. No. Still great. I got it way ahead of uh, ahead of time, so I was on top of it. So nice of you. Yeah. Great. Sometimes I'm not always on top of it. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's move into these hotel reviews and then get to food. Uh, I do want to rank both of these recent hotels, the Confidant by Hyatt. If you haven't heard this, Sarah, I rank every hotel. Uh, service, uh, just like a regular great point average. Service, I'm going to give an 82. The food, I'm going to give an 83. Building setting design, 83. Guest to staff ratio, 78%. And room rating, 84%, with an overall score of 82% for the Confidant. Now, I did have to lean on friends that had stayed there for years on certain things like food and service service a little more because I didn't experience everything. I didn't experience all the food, but I think that's a fair score, low Bs. And I heard also that that property is going to completely change. It might be changing into an Andaz for the for Hyatt. But oh. I, I would say overall, it's a, a decent hotel and you can, you don't have to, you know, kill the bank and it's a big brand so you can use points. And I think that's what they did too. So uh, the Ritz Aruba, I do want to say in the, initially it felt like a souped up Marriott. So I, I don't know. It, it, it didn't feel always like a five-star hotel, but still nice. Service, 94%. Food, 92%. Building setting design, 88%. Guest to staff ratio, 90%. Room rating, 88% with an overall score of 90.4%. The walk from... There's only one bank of elevators. So the walk from the lobby to my room was in like so far. <laughs> and if you're drunk that. or you're trying to go up for something quick. It did take forever. I, I was shocked by that. I legit got lost in a Vegas hotel once, like at 3 yeah. a.m. Because I, I just couldn't find... What were you, well, God bad. knows what you're doing at 3 yeah. a.m. Um, so the property's a little older. You know, the rooms had kind of a weird orange light a little bit. They, they weren't bad, but 
I think that's a fair score. I'm actually surprised that wasn't a B plus, but uh, I guess we'll give them a 90. This definitely you, you shouldn't you don't have to avoid it. I mean, it, it's it's I would say I would go back, and there's there are other options on the island as well. I had a dry cleaning incident at the Ritz. I'll give them some brownie points here, where they like I had I was traveling, you know, I needed some extra clothes, and they kind of they must have either dry cleaned or they washed one of my shirts that was new. They kind of messed up, and so then I said, well. This this texture is all different, and they said, "Well, what's the cost of the shirt?" And then the dry cleaning bill and everything. They ended up giving me the full cost of the shirt, and the dry cleaning bill was free. So oh, I got wow. like two hundred and fifty bucks. That's that never happens service. to me. Yeah, so that was really great, and um, so I got to give them high props for that. And yeah. that, that's rare when you go yeah. to these big. You know, that's Marriott. It's a huge chain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that but, is really good customer service. Yeah, where have I been eating this week? Uh, let's see. I've been to Adelina in uh, Chicago, Ultra Brewing in Oak Brook. Been to Beatrix in Oak Brook. Had some cold hash browns. I've been still going to Pierre Gourmet, but it's falling off. Two women next to me when I had, I don't know what I was having lunch there last week. Different were women at the same table were both FaceTiming different people. I thought that was inappropriate, and I felt the restaurant should have stepped in and stopped them because uh, I think that's strange, and they were being kind of loud. And That is odd behavior. In just a impolite, very impolite. Right. Fontano's Sub, someone told me to go there. Excellent. High reviews on that. That's on South Michigan. Bobby's Burger Palace went there on the Atlanta airport, killed like four hours, <laughs> shut the place down. Uh, with old fashions and fireball because our that sounds like fun yeah it was fun our uh our fight literally it was four hour layover sometimes that's the most fun though yeah it was fun thank god they were open a lot of places were closed by the time 7 38 but they were they were open the whole time so we're we're good pat's pizza in lincoln park which is like a light cracker pizza that i saw in one bite that's good you've been there we get pat's pizza from um south loop Oh, you do? Is it the same one? I don't, I don't know. know. But delivery, it's amazing. Like super thin crust. Yeah. it's yeah. Pro- Maybe it's the same one. In Miami, uh, I went. I was at the Satai. I had espresso martinis. I had breakfast at a trendy place called Pura Vida, Instagram worthy. And then when we went to Bell Harbor Shops, I had lunch at Les Zoo, which is a French restaurant. But my Arnold Palmer was too bitter and one of my friends tried to order this certain expensive alcohol and they didn't have it but then they wouldn't honor the price with something equivalent so that was kind of shady didn't like that i <laughs> no. uh, love the restaurant though the sausage pizza pizza was outstanding and then i had the taglioni that was very good and then creme brulee and some madeleines for dessert and all very good worth going do you have any restaurants you like lately or you've been to in chicago or anywhere. I really love Bistronomic. I don't know if you talked yeah. about that. We no. went there once. Yeah, you would. Mm-hmm. I used to live down the street. I love that place. It's been around for a long time. Really good, like French, maybe even fusion. But yeah, that is good. Yeah. Good brunch, too. Have you ever been to um, Scottsdale? Do you ever go there? In Arizona? Mm-hmm. Not much. I've been There's there before. There's a lot of Chicago people that go there. That's why I was asking. Oh, no. Not usually. I'd like to go there more. If you find yourself going there, stay at the Four Seasons. I've been at that Four Seasons. You have? Yeah. I've been there once. Yeah. For a trip great. in 2017. It was really well priced. Only a couple in nights. in 2021. Oh, it was? Yes. It's very deserty and... Yes. No, I, cool. I did. It's funny you asked that. And I, that's the one place I've been. Um, yeah, good. You went for like a... With your boyfriend at the time or girls? No, or? just like girls actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you were in Mexico too recently, right? Yes. Stayed at Grand Bay Las 
I think it's Playa del Carmen, Riviera Maya. Uh-huh. That was a great resort. You just went with your sister? And my mom. Oh, fun. Yeah. Good. Good I've been to Riviera Maya a lot in my, in my past life. It's right down the beach from the Fairmont, Mayacoba. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's okay. like a 10-minute walk down the beach. Yeah. All right. Getting some of these flight meals. My United Flight to Miami meal was chicken and rice with a roll, a fairwind cauliflower salad, and a bite-sized apple pie or some kind of – I think it was apple. I had a Diet Coke and good. I'd rate that. That was a, a good meal by United. My American Flight to Aruba, I had chicken breast and egg in a salad with balsamic and the side of crudite and hummus, rustic bakery flatbread crackers, and a slice of cookie cake that wasn't warm, so I didn't eat it. Uh, I also had Coke Zero. Outstanding flight attendant, probably the best flight attendant that I've ever seen on any flight. She uses your name. She memorizes your name. She actually waits on you like a waiter or a waitress would. And I also always love the warm nuts American has, and these other airlines don't have them. I don't know why that idea is like left them, but they should bring it all back on every airline. They should. Um, in glass too. cups. In glass cups. So nice. Not plastic. Yeah. Delta return flight from Aruba to Atlanta. One of the worst meals I've ever had on an airplane. It was a frozen salmon salad, literally that was frost covered with some green dressing and some lemon cookies and some more rustic bakery crackers. Unedible in a cardboard box. The guy next to me didn't eat it either. Um, my question to you and to all WAG fans is, is this normal on every Delta flight? I don't fly Delta often because we live in Chicago. Please let me know. Please DM me, wag underscore fans on Instagram. They also didn't give us water because we were in the last row of business class, which I thought was really weird. And I've seen that. that. Weird. I've seen that happen on other flights, though. If you're in the last row, they forget about you sometimes, even if you're in the front of the plane. I've seen these flight attendants forget unless you're in the first couple rows of these planes. So I'm going to be looking at getting as even closer in future flights. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Have you fly, flown Delta? Have you seen that? I have. I've got Why cousins there... that live in Atlanta, so I know that's like a huge hub, but I I don't remember like the water thing or the food. And I feel like that they're a pretty well-regarded airline. Yeah, so they're really good. That surprises me. Well, I think they're they are. They're usually ranked so high, so they should... I don't know. That's surprising. And I also saw a TikTok with someone had a box meal too, and it was oh, better wow. than mine. It wasn't frozen, but how is that? Like, Because that's such a contrast from all like the silverware... And glass and real, you know, flatware yeah. that you would get on these other airlines if you're in that class. I don't I didn't get I don't it. Know. I was very confused. Um, luckily, I wasn't hungry because I had Panda Express at the Aruban Airport. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it went down fine. <laughs> no issues. Um, all right. Here we go to the final segment of the show. Uh, my favorite songs of the week. We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. And an honor, this is also an honor of Valentine's Day. Adore You by Harry Styles. My Universe by Coldplay and BTS. Casey and I's song from the year we met is I Believe by the Jonas Brothers. There you go, a little tidbit there for the audience. Do you know those songs at all? Yes, some of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mariah Carey one. That's from the 2000s. 
And I do want to add this. This is new for this episode and for the show going forward. If you want to listen to any of the songs that were played today or to find any that have been played on WAG, just search WAG songs on Spotify for the show's playlist. This playlist gets updated after every episode is released. You can find any of the songs I've picked in any episode uh, there. And that's it for this episode. I want to thank uh, my guest, Sarah Wilburn. Again, if you want to find her in real estate, uh, just find her on Instagram at Sarah Wilburn Real Estate. Thanks for listening to The World According to George, which is available everywhere you find podcasts. And remember to follow WAG underscore fans on Instagram and DM me anything that's on your mind, uh, relationship problems, food addictions, or you just want me to visit a new restaurant and review it on the pod. See you next time right here. Have a great week. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.